Welcome to Dollars and Cents with Friedman Financial. During today's program, your host, Mark Friedman, may discuss specific financial planning and investment ideas. These discussions are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations. Investing involves risk, including loss of principal. Always consult a certified financial planning professional, qualified attorney, or tax advisor prior to investing to determine what is appropriate for you. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA and SIPC. And now here's the host of Dollars and Cents, Mark Friedman of Friedman Financial. If you don't wanna see me, did a full one, about the way I was did the heartbreak change me maybe welcome back to another edition of dollars and cents with Friedman Financial my name is Mark Friedman I'm president and CEO of Friedman Financial and I'm joined by my business partner Marion Gilman how are you today Marion I'm great how are you Mark I'm doing great the sun is out spring is here the leaves are forming on the trees isn't this I'd nice be lucky you well, know what? It really is a great season. We, we we definitely have four seasons here in Boston, don't we? We certainly do. I don't know about everybody else where where you're where you're at right now or where you're living, but we have four distinct seasons. So we have four, yeah. This is um this is the season of change here. Uh, the leaves are blooming. You've seen some flowers, I think, in your yard. Yeah, it's fabulous. Different colors, tulips, daffodils, very pretty. It's really nice, and it means that summer's coming too. Because next week, I think I think it's next week. The pool cover is coming off. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, I'm not going in the pool yet, but the pool cover is coming off. And when you start to see the blue ripples in the pool, it's just so much nicer. You know, it looks so much nicer when the cover's off than when it's on. It does. You want to spend time outside. You yeah. Sit, even just yeah. sitting around the pool, it's great. Yeah. You know, we're also in a great season right now. The Celtics, the Bruins, they're doing great in the playoffs. It is amazing, and those the, Boston teams. Yeah, and, and even the Red Sox, they're not such a great team, but they are playing 500 baseball right now, so... That's fun, too. And, you know, we'll keep following certainly the Celtics because we've been big supporters of them. Absolutely. And they're doing great. They, they really are. And coming soon, by the way, it's it's almost theater season, isn't it? Yes, I saw I was looking at that. I, the lineup was uh, just announced at the North Shore Music Theater. And that's always something to look forward yeah, to. Yeah, Carol King, the musical is the opening show. Very excited about so that. So we're excited about that. We spent you know, a lot of time in the generation. theater. Carol, Carol King. King, that is your generation, not the My Fair Lady generation, right? Not, no, not, no, it's a little not. bit after. Yeah, that. I know. So, well, My Fair Lady was just in Boston. Yes, I understand. It was very. I, good. I heard it was good. I, I had yeah. tickets. I gave away those tickets. Yeah. Uh, but I am going to Beetlejuice, which is starting next week in Boston. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. Oh, that's a very little bit exciting. more trendy. A little yes, bit more of a trendy exactly. show. Exactly. Anyways, lots of things going on in the world. However. The market seems to have stabilized a little bit. It certainly has. And it's not stabilized at the lowest levels it was at, which is really nice. Right. You know, we've seen some a nice increase at the beginning of this year and the end of last year. And it's stabilized there. It's not quite as volatile. It's trading in a small range. But yeah. Very so, nice. So yeah. when we think about, you know, next week you'll get your April statement or 10 days or so from then. You'll get your April statement and when you compare your numbers from March to April, it's not going to be, oh my God, look how much money I made or lost. 
It'll be up a little bit or down a little bit, but it's nothing too dramatic this month. Is it, it? Which is nice. After we, last year. Oh, my God. After I last know. year. It's, this is so much nice. We're starting to stabilize. So one of the big questions that we get, keep getting asked all the time, Marion, when's the right time to invest? Is this the right time? Was last year? Is 2026? Was Did 1913? I Did, Did I miss I... it? When's the right time to invest? Right. What kind of advice are you suggesting to people we talk to? Yeah, so our our focus has always been on investing for the long term. So honestly, the question of is now the right time to invest is not the right question to even be asking. The first thing you want to think about is what is the goal for the money um, that you have? So if you have money that's long-term money that is for, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the road. Well, I'm glad you just explained that, 5, 10, 15, 20 years, because sometimes I think people, when they hear long-term, they're thinking 40 years, 50 years, 60 years, and they and it's 70 years old, they're saying, Mark, I'm not buying green bananas anymore. I can't start thinking long-term. Long-term is what you just said, 5, 10, 15, 20 years. Well, absolutely. Long-term in the market, you know, so when you're looking at a, the stock market, or even, you know, last year we all got a, a rude wake-up call, I think, from the bond markets as well, because nobody thought they could go down, which they proved everyone wrong. Um, in any event, they when you look at the stock market, um, a lot of people have that impression that once I retire or once I'm living off my money, I can't afford to put my money in stocks anymore. You know, you, people are living longer and longer. Some people are living 30, 40 years in retirement. You can't afford not to put your, some of your money in stocks. Absolutely not. How are you going to grow with inflation? Yeah, well, how are you going to keep up? But speaking of inflation, and, and we're all seeing, we're noticing that at the grocery store, at the automobile dealership, wherever, the housing markets, whatever it is, prices have gone up. Sure they have. Are they going to continue to go up at the rate they've gone up, gone up you think, Barry? I highly doubt that. What about you, Mark? I, What's your I, opinion? I, I, don't, I don't think so either. Yeah. I mean, yes, the market, uh, the, the inflation environment is... Probably four to six percent, maybe this year. That's what we'll see. Yeah, not next nine year, percent. not nine year, and next year we're probably somewhere between two and four percent. After that, we start to settle out around two and a half percent. It's starting to work its way through. And you know, the inflation rate does depend somewhat on what the Federal Reserve does. They've been raising interest rates because they wanted to get inflation under control. So they have now announced already. Um, that they will likely only raise rates one more time, and that's a possibility. That's not an absolute, mm-hmm. and it's only going to be by two point by point two five percent. And remember, last year they raised by four point two five percent. So that's a very minimal amount of raising. So the one left that they would do, do this year, yeah, it's, that's it's, correct. It's really next to nothing. Yeah. So you really have to think about based upon the portfolio that you have today, money you might have in the bank your net cash flow, meaning the excess money that you have coming into your household after you pay your bills, how should you be leveraging that money for your future? What do you need on a short-term perspective? What is your emergency fund? And what can you say, I want to invest? How much do you say I want to invest? How do you go about investing? When's the right time to do it? How do you go about doing, what are your thinking around somebody that says, I have X number of dollars, I've been thinking about putting it to the market. I just don't know whether it's the right time. You've said, you've gone back to the answer to say, well, what are your goals? Right. And I think the other question is, is what's your time horizon? That's exactly right, yeah. So, I mean, again, if you're, if you're looking to buy a house in the next year or two and you need that money as a down payment for that house, 
you don't want to take the risk of the stock market. Although, although it could go up in the next year, nobody knows. It could also go down, and you just don't, you know, that's not a logical um, thing to do with your money. Well, and, and also, I mean, if remember, banks aren't just paying a pittance of interest anymore. That's very true. Unless you're at one of the big banks. And yeah. some of the large big banks are still paying a pittance of an interest rate. Well, they don't have to pay anymore. Right. They, they, don't, they don't have to. But you can find a better rate. You just have to go out and shop a little bit. But to find a 3% rate at the bank is pretty standard these days. And yeah, you can get more. You can get four. And if you need money for a house, are you willing to risk your money or simply know that you could get 3 or 4% on your money in a year? I think I know the answer to that question. Yes, and it wouldn't be prudent to take that much risk if you need all of that money. If you say, you know what, I got a lot of extra money, I might use part of it as a down payment, well, that's the money you keep safe. And the rest of the money, if, it, if you say, no, that money is more five, 10 years down the road, that's something that you can say, well, I can consider taking risk with this money. You know, and I, and I think many people that listen to this show and many people that ask us, so that's nice, nice Mary, and you say, yeah, you should be investing. But what are we investing in? And I think people are looking for a particular stock or a bond. And what is the thing? What's that magic crystal ball that you can tell me where I can make all this money? And that's not the answer that we ever give to our clients, is it? No, our crystal ball hasn't been working for a while in the office, right? But, no, it has not. <laughs> but one of the things that has been very, very interesting to me is looking back now on the performance of our clients' accounts over a three-year, five-year, 10-year, 15-year, 20-year return. The beauty of it, because of our affiliation with LPL Financial, we have historical performance reports for our clients that go all the way back to June of 2000. and. You may look at your performance accounts today and you say, geez, I'm really not doing so well this year. This you, year? This year. And you know what? A lot of our clients didn't do so well this past year, the past year and a half or so. But when you begin to look at three-year, five-year, 10-year, 15-year, you ask yourself as a new person looking to invest money today, what is it that I'm hoping to get on my money based upon your goals and objectives? And when we're sitting with our clients, we're telling them what? We, we look at a reasonable rate of return because most of our clients are not, they don't want to take undue risk. They, they much more, they're much more comfortable with a more average rate of return without the downside risk as well. Remember, it goes in two directions. And so, so allocating of money at, yeah, is what? So at, we have a well-diversified portfolio. We might have somewhere between... Um, Eight, 60 to 80 percent of that money in stock mutual funds or, or exchange, exchange traded, traded funds. funds and the remainder in bond mutual funds or exchange traded funds and you know we are looking for a return of anywhere in the neighborhood of six to eight percent which is a very reasonable expectation over a long-term horizon and what's remarkable to me is when we look at the performance of our clients accounts whether it's five years ten years 15 years, 20 years, and you can think of all the things that have gone wrong. When you stretch it out over longer term horizons, the average number is falling right in the range that we had hoped for. Absolutely. And does it matter what day they invested on? Uh, Tuesdays at three o'clock. <laughs> no, it does not matter. And that's, and that's the interesting thing. I mean, it's been shown that 
nobody has been able to successfully time the market over a long-term horizon. So when you're looking at, you know, should I invest today or should I wait till next month? Who knows? I mean, you're better off starting to invest and invest over several months time period if that's what makes you more comfortable. But don't wait. So we no, until, we said, until you think you can time the bottom. So look, in 2000, 2021, and going into 2022, it seems like all the market did was go up. And everybody's performance numbers were, some of them were in the teens and double digits. It was shocking. It was tremendous. It? Yeah. And so as new people would come to us, they'd be rolling money over from a company 401k plan. They inherited money, whatever it is. And they'd have this large amount of money and they'd say, what's the best way to approach this? And, you know, our feeling had been, frankly, if you're doing this for the long term, it probably doesn't matter. But where the market is so high right now and it had been going up, maybe it makes sense to dollar cost average, meaning putting a fixed amount of money in every, every month. month for a period of time. Yeah. And how'd that work for people in 2021 and 22? Well, you know, not, not so great because the market just kept going up. So, you know, your dollar cost averaging and you're buying in every month, if you just did it in 2021, you were buying in a little bit higher every month. Right. So you actually made less money. But That's in a period right. of time when the market's going down, if you're dollar cost averaging, you're buying more shares and you're getting a better average cost. So what's the best way to approach it? Frankly, it doesn't matter. It's what makes you feel right. And you know what? It's Sometimes it's just not comfortable after one month of being invested to see your money have declined by 10%. Right, that's no so, fun. So when you when you have a market that could potentially do that as it was last year, you're better off saying, okay, you know what, I'll put a third, a third, a third, or a quarter, a quarter, a quarter over three, four months. And then you're not seeing it all decline all at once. And when we do that, we take control of that, right? We, yes. We, and, and you don't yes. set it on the 15th of June, the 15th of July, you're oftentimes, because you're doing the investments, how are you handling it when markets present opportunities? To yeah, us? so, you know, when we have a lot of money come in, uh, somebody opens a new account and it's a significant amount of money, you know, we, we typically watch the market and look for opportunities to get in and out. And again, we're not looking for the bottom, but we're also saying, you know, if the market looks like it's continually declining, maybe we wait um, a couple days and then, you know, invest. And then all of a sudden the market's down again and we say, you know what, An another good opportunity, let's take another tranche of the money and put it in. So that's an approach that many people think, well, that's nice if I'm trying to accumulate wealth and accumulate my account. Do we approach it any differently for people that are in retirement? As a matter of fact, it's actually, you, there have been a lot of studies shown, if you are in the accumulation phase, you should just stick it all in at once. If you and are never young, dollar cost average. never dollar cost average. You're better off, no matter when you put it in, you're better off just getting it all in there and be done with it. Um, which is somewhat I mean, some not, people dollar yeah. cost average simply because they have money coming in every month, and so you automatically like invest that Like your 401k. But if you had a correct. lump amount of money and you're young, just put it in. That's right. So you, you're just much better off doing that. Um, but with, with other people, you know, I, I would say it's more the people who are much more concerned. Now they're living off their money. They're not getting a paycheck. They're much con more concerned with looking at their statement. And when they see the value go down, it's a little more disconcerting to them than it is to somebody who's 25 years old. But when someone is retired, mm -hmm. we identify as part of what we do as financial planners, 
understand what are your expected income streams. Maybe it comes from Social Security. Maybe it comes from a pension. Maybe it comes from part-time work that you have. And then you have your money. Maybe it's your IRA and you have to take a distribution from your IRA. Maybe you have other money. Where do you begin to take the right amounts of money and how much do we take so that you can stretch the money out for as long as you can, but not be in a position where you run out of money? And what has been, Marion, that percent that we've felt comfortable taking from an account over, over a period of time? Well, you know, in order for it to... And you're going to say it depends, I know. Well, it really, that's... it does. But, you know, a rule of thumb is about 4%. So, you know, there was this, for years and years and years and years and years, there was a study done and it said, you know, if you take a 4% distribution each year from your retirement account or from whatever account you might have living off in retirement, you'll essentially never run out of money in almost any market condition. Um, that's changed a bit and it's... It's been four to six percent. Yeah, I feel we, we feel very comfortable if your allocation is proper. You have a plan in place and you're not just winging it. And you have a relatively good understanding of what your day to day cash flow is or year to year cash flow. Yeah. Taking five percent from your account is not something that I worry about at all. Right. And, you know, for most people. For most people. Right. Yeah. Not for everybody. Yeah. And it's the more in tune you are with your financial plan. The more in tune somebody is with understanding where everything is and what everything is worth gives everybody the confidence of, of where best to take money and how to use money. And when we have the history, we have the years of experience and you have the years of experience, you continue to build that confidence as well. Very true. And, you know, let's let's also say that, in fact, when the money, you know, if you roll over a 401k and you're going to need income from that the money that we know you're going to need we don't in over the next year or two that does not get invested in no. the stock market no matter what the stock market's doing we make sure that we have enough in relatively safe securities that you will get your money every month without the fear of having to sell growth stocks when they're at a low point in the absolutely market. and just like we mentioned that, you know, the banks are offering competitive rates. We can offer competitive cash rates and sure. very, you know, uh, some bond rates that are very attractive as well. Absolutely. Where you don't have to feel like, I got to keep it all at the bank now. You can feel comfortable putting it into an investment account, mixing it into your portfolio, and really building a nice structure and a plan for yourself. Absolutely. And, you know, it, it, it's been a long time since we've been able to do that. It's, it's, it makes it a lot more fun. Well, it that's really gonna, is. That's going to do it for us today. Uh, we're in a little bit longer than normal, but that's okay. Always happy to talk with you. I want to remind everybody who's listening, if now is the time for you to get serious about your financial planning and investment management needs, I hope you'll give our office a call or at least check us out on the internet, freedmanfinancial.com. That's Friedman. Two E's and a D. That's right. And we will be here next Friday with more dollars and cents. Thank you for joining us. And I hope you've enjoyed this financial advice in a language you can understand. Have, have a, a great, great day. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Dollars and Cents with Friedman Financial. These discussions are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations. 
please consult a certified financial planning planner, tax professional, or attorney prior to investing to determine what is appropriate for you. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA and SIPC.